Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Today's episode of Hard Factor is brought to you by 1-800-Flowers. Hey, guys and girls, it's officially less than 10 days away from Valentine's Day. I'm sure some of you have an agreement that you're not going to do anything special this year and that you're saving money, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, maybe don't be a fucking idiot. You know what's better than doing nothing and having a depressing evening of silent DVR shows? Going to 1-800-Flowers.com and ordering the most beautiful arrangement of flowers anyone's ever seen, which will then lead to a 69 session that would make Rob Gronkowski blush. Don't be an idiot. It's Valentine's Day. It's a birthday. It's a weekend. It's an opportunity to come out looking like a hero. And do you know what heroes get? Heroes get blowjobs. So get her 18 romantic red roses for $29.99. That's a $30 blowjob, you goddamn hero, you. To order Valentine's bouquets, arrangements, and more starting at $29.99, like the 18 romantic red roses, go to 1-800-Flowers.com. Click the radio icon and enter code HARDFACTOR. Order today and save at 1-800-Flowers.com, code HARDFACTOR. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better. Right now, yeah. Nobody does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah! <laughs> episode of Hard Factor. It is Tuesday, February 5th, our top stories of the day. Pat's going to give us a Virginia governor update. It's still a shit show. Oh, it's even more of a shit show today, Willie. Hmm. Interesting. I'm, I'm excited to hear. Wes is going to tell us about a creepy teacher in Florida who was working on a teenage bride project. Yeah, that's pretty much exactly what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to... Do one about Liam Neeson giving an intense interview answer, and Mark will take us through a lightning round of other headlines. Take it away, Pat. All right, guys. So as we covered yesterday, the governor of Virginia, Ralph Nordham, uh, begged his medical school yearbook editor to include a photo of him and a buddy, one dressed as a KKK member and the other one dressed in blackface, uh, Mm -hmm. which is not good for the state of Virginia, the world, or specifically Governor Nordham. Uh, but then since since then, another photo has surfaced uh, from his undergraduate yearbook at v- Virginia Military Institute, where he had a fun racist nickname under his picture. Mm. So not going to repeat what it was, but you can Google it. It's racy. Uh, it's racy, baby. Anyway, down to the, the nuts and the bolts of the real story here. So people are calling for obviously him to step down, which if he did would open up the door for Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax to take over. Uh, the only problem is. Justin Fairfax just had some sexual assault allegations pop up. Uh oh. Oh, come on. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's <laughs> Coincidental true. Coincidental so, timing, you know? It's, it's like... weird, right? It's weird. Uh, a woman named Vanessa Tyson reached out to the media juggernaut Big League Politics over the weekend and outlined in Comic Sans font that back in 2004, during the DNC convention in Boston, she was assaulted by a very horny John Kerry staffer who she alleges to be Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax himself. 
Yeah, if I recall, that was a very horny campaign, though. Yeah. Oh, God. That, that was a GQ motorcycle shoot campaign. Right. The 2004 sure. Kerry campaign, everyone was fucking. Pretty sure if I, re- if I remember correctly, PFT commenter asked out John Kerry's daughter uh, on, on our college campus, and she was not hot. That's how that's how horny that campaign was. Mm. Yeah. The 04 Kerry campaign was like the Catalina wine mixer. Everybody was fucking. <laughs> you, you couldn't. You couldn't be around that campaign without getting your dick wet. Yeah, it never had it's a huge. chance. It never had a chance of success, but everyone was getting laid. <laughs> everyone was getting laid, which is probably why you know these sexual assault allegations are coming up. So Fairfax uh, said that reports that he committed sexual assault are false categorically, uh, and he instead he described the the encounter as one hundred percent consensual, which kind of changes the game a little bit because he admits that they did in fact do it, uh, or I, I, I assume they did it. Uh, right. He said, quote, we hit it off. She was very interested in me. She was very much into the consensual encounter. Everything was consensual. He was um, like, let me tell you a little. <laughs> let me tell you a little bit about the 2004 John Kerry campaign. <laughs> it, uh, it made the Olympic Village look like a bunch of virgins. <laughs> yeah, I'm That's sure right. he's got some text or something that'll that'll clear him of all this shit. Yeah. Do you, there's like from so 04? many. Four? You, you got yeah. text from 04. I don't know. Yeah. They can find it. They can find him. On, on his flip phone. On his flip yeah. phone. On your Motorola cho- chocolate. They, they, they can find him. Yeah. Here's what I'm saying. Handwritten letters. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of 14-year-old Democrats walking around these days, if you know what I'm saying. All right, look. Right, right. For those of you who think this might be a little convenient that all the governor uh, – I'm sorry, that, that as the governor is getting pressured to step down uh, a story about his potential successor comes out at the same time – you're not the only ones. It seems a little fishy, right? Hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, well, when Fairfax was asked why he thought the allegations were coming out now, he said, quote, does anyone think it's a coincidence that on the eve of my potentially being elevated, that that's when the uncorroborated smear comes out? Yeah. Does anyone think that the guy that carries an extra tin of shoe polish just so he can (laughs) have a black face gag at the drop of a hat? Uh, Yeah, timing here. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so quick side note, it's come out that Vanessa Tyson, the accuser, had gone to The Washington Post earlier and they chose not to pursue the story, uh, assumedly because they probably couldn't corroborate it. But let's take it to the Internet real quick. So our boy J.E. Jacobs says big league politics is a neo-Nazi front, isn't it? Oh, and Mike. Yeah. Mike Jensen claps back and says, J.E. Jacobs. So it must be false then. Huh? So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Mike, probably. I guess Mike's kind of standing up and saying, wait, wait, just because they're neo-Nazis that you you don't believe what they have to say? Yeah, neo-Nazis have opinions too, man. Keep an open mind, bro. You never know. For the record, not a neo-Nazi site. Anyway, that's that. (laughs) All right, moving on. This story coming out of Oakland Park, Florida. I'm sure it's just a lovely place. Is a classic tale of a teacher who got just a little too obsessed with a student at the high school he was working for and decided to say, fuck this life, I'm going to try and bang this student. Um, And that's exactly what a 41-year-old John Teddy did. Um, He used tactics investigators are calling grooming to lure the 16-year-old girl into a sexually romantic relationship all in the hopes that she would say, "Uh, fuck this life, I'm going to marry this 41-year-old loser teacher and skip town with him. Uh, Hold on, was she 15 or 16? I think she's 16. Oh, man. Yeah. That change a lot? Yeah. What? I don't know. Okay. Let's keep going. (laughs) I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Technically illegal. He's 41, bro. 
Like, he's, yeah. And also, also the teacher, which is the authority position. Like, I was what, going for the facts, facts of the story. The facts yeah. of the story. Yeah, let's. He, no, no, no. Pretty, let's. Yeah, let's get to the facts. I'm he, pretty sure they pretty clearly yeah. said 16. So <laughs> wasn't yeah. my. It's not my personal bias. I just okay. wanted to know how old she was. Aside from the girl's age, let's let's listen to the other facts about yeah. this. Pat's like, was she wearing uh, shorts that said juicy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> was she? Yeah, was she on the drill team? Like, that's yeah. <laughs> not. It's not what I'm saying. Uh, okay, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, so, uh, so it all started out uh, innocently. Um, Teddy was using the app called Remind Me to engage in conversations with his students. So probably wanted to just be like the cool teacher. Uh, but when the school found out about these conversations, they, of course, told him to stop. They should have just fired him right there. Um, but Teddy did not stop because he was insanely obsessed with this one young girl. Um, he would offer to take, uh, give her rides to school, took her to McDonald's, would hug her in closets, oh. and, in, and in some text <laughs> obtained by authorities, um, he says, quote, if my wife were to suddenly die, would you be my teenage bride? Uh, we should spend all summer together. And um, he says he told her that he calls his wife uh, this girl's name during sex, asking if that's weird. Um, so, yeah, John, that is very, very weird. Your this... poor wife yeah, is being called the name of like a teenage girl you're obsessed with. And it sounds like if this chick had said yes, um, I'd love to be your teenage bride that, that John's wife may have been not have been alive too much longer. Yeah. Uh, if she'd said maybe. Uh, yeah. that, that woman was dead. That yeah. woman has no idea how close she was to death. The, the closet <laughs> hugs and the name mismatched during sex. This guy's off yeah. the fucking reservation. I mean, yeah, maybe, she, maybe she dies. I don't know. I'm surprised that she said no with trips to McDonald's. I mean, that's a pretty huge carrot to be holding in front of a kid. Also, yeah, this this remind me app might as well be called I'm going to kidnap you. That's what right. That's what I'm thinking uh, is going on a lot with a lot of the people using remind me. So uh, maybe don't maybe don't engage in any sort of um, weird application chat applications with your teachers ever. That should be a lesson here. Yeah, definitely don't hug them in a closet. What if you forgot the homework assignment, though? I think you probably take a zero over a lifetime in a basement being chained yeah. to something. Yeah. The remind me app is remind me what my family looks like again. Right. <laughs> um, so um, after a while, the, the, the girl who I have no idea why was letting this go on so long, finally started to get creeped out and uh, started to avoid Teddy, to which he texted her. I think you're just avoiding me because you're afraid that if you if you're near me for too long, you won't be able to control yourself. And you're just going to attempt to start making out with me. So this guy is just balls <laughs> to the wall. So I've just, used that line. He just, he just texted her his daily fantasy. Yeah, yeah I've exactly. used that line. It's, it, it's, a, not... it's either that or you're scared I'm going to kill my wife if you talk to me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and of course, the final straw was in a phone call where he expressed worry of statutory rape and that he wanted to whisk her away to France where the legal age to marry a sicko is only 15. So sounds like um, Pat's, you know, the, Pat's type of country. Yeah, yeah. Pat's never Pat's... been to France, guys. Never <laughs> been to France. Mm. Um, so this all came crashing down when her siblings uh, finally urged her to tell her dad who, you know, instead of just kicking his ass, confronted Teddy. Teddy was like, well, we just have a special, you know, work buddy relationship, blah, blah, blah. And of course, just the insane sexual texts and over, you know, unsurmountable uh, evidence came out. So he got arrested. Um, and it's just no another one of these stories where these fucking people think they're going to get away with this crazy shit. I don't know. I don't you have to be just is it just pedophile pedophilia? Are you just insane? What, what the fuck is it? A lot of sick uh, people out there. I'm almost afraid to ask this question, but is 15 pedophilia? Okay, Pat. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's, <laughs> let's, move, let's move it to the internet comment, Wes. Okay, all right. So uh, Paul, Paul Davis <laughs> says... 
Paul Davis says, why would a grown man want a woman when he can, or I'm sorry, why would a grown man want a girl when he could have a woman? It just doesn't make any sense. I want a woman I can have a conversation with and one that I can have something in common with. So Paul Davis clearly does not understand pedophilia. Um, I tried dating 14 year olds. I had nothing in common with them. This guy. (laughs) Now, this dude took a screenshot of that shit and like sent it to his wife. Like, look at me. Look at me standing up for women. Yeah, for sure. So another one, uh, just another one of those fucking sicko dudes. I don't know. It's not going to stop happening. Nah, definitely not. We'll keep talking about him. All right, let's talk about Liam Neeson. So you may have seen this headline pop up on your social media feed on Monday that Liam Neeson gave a shocking interview response while out promoting his new movie, Cold Pursuit. So um, the interviewer from The Independent was asking Liam about the concept of primal need. Uh, something that relates to his character in the movie Cold Pursuit, uh, where where his son was killed by a gang. And so I guess it's like a revenge film. And so here are the highlights from Liam's answer, speaking about an old friend. Quote, she told me she had been raped. My immediate reaction was, did she know who it was? No. What color were they? She said it was a black person. Well, second question, what color were they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. second question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, Uh, uh, I went up and down areas with a kosh, and I looked up what that is. That's a beating stick, like a baton to beat people with, um, hoping I'd be approached by somebody. I'm ashamed to say it, and I did it for maybe a week, more on that later, hoping some black bastard would come out of a pub so I could kill him. Wait a minute, Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, black bastard, but he said hoping I'd be approached by somebody, so it... Was he expecting the rapist to approach him or just anyone of no, that color? No, would do? See, he was just it was just a blind rage at black hmm. people. OK, yeah. yeah, not not good. Uh, very important to note, though, he did go on saying, quote, it took me a week, maybe a week and a half. So he's extending the period. He was nuts uh, to get through that. It was horrible <laughs> when I think back that I did that and I've never admitted that. And I'm saying it to a journalist. God forbid. Yeah, no shit. I've hmm. learned a lesson from it when I eventually thought. What the fuck are you doing? So, yeah, I mean, to me, it sounds like he might have had a few of these feelings in his mind uh, before this all happened. And they just like he wasn't so fond of black people before this. And that just kind of set him off because, I mean, I don't think he asked what color were they. I think he asked it was a black person, wasn't it? I think that's how he phrased it. (laughs) You think that's the action? And then he said, hold on, let me get my kosh. Right. (laughs) Been been waiting to use this kosh. Yeah. I got this kosh for, for Christmas, and I, I haven't. It hasn't cracked w- yet one skull. That's a, that's a tough look for Liam, and I don't really know why he decided to tell that to the interviewer. Yeah, this is when your publicist should just throw a brick at your head if she's in the same room right. as you. Right. Yeah, yeah, this interview's over. Yeah. Did he wrap it up with, but come and see Cold Justice on Friday or Cold yeah. Pursuit? Nationwide on Friday, everywhere, uh, big screens. Um, Yeah, I mean, like, she, she... not only that, the publicist here, she should have uh, been like Liam hit his head. You know, like he, he has a concussion. Yeah. That shouldn't have done this interview. Yeah. 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 I mean, he, <laughs> he went on to talk about how he's from a violent place, Northern Ireland, and how he knows revenge and killing are bad. Um, but that was after that whole thing about having a primal need to kill a black dude at one point in his life, which uh, yeah. that's some crazy sobering shit to hear from anybody. And uh, yeah. we're all very happy he didn't actually kill anybody that we know of. And it's pretty brave that he's willing to talk about himself this freely, but I don't think he's going to be winning any MLK Memorial Awards anytime soon. So. Probably not. No. Nope. 
I don't think I, I think I don't think Tyler Perry or Spike Lee is going to cast him in their next couple films. Yeah, well, the internet comments kind of jive with that. I couldn't find anybody bashing Liam, pretty much. Hmm. Uh, the only one that I've got that's kind of a bash is this one from Carmen A W. She says some things are better kept to yourself, Liam, and then yes. the uh, slapping yourself in the head emoji. And then Ann Richardson replies, no, he's braver and stronger than most men. He stands up for females. Females should support some men doing something to counteract crimes, rapes, physical assaults against females. European men know about respect for females versus sissy guys that don't do anything at all. Thanks. Right. right. But, oh. Ann, he wasn't trying to find the rapist. He just wanted to kill any random black person that walked right. out of the bar and looked right. at him funny. Like, that's yeah. not... That's not standing up for women. That's just being a racist. Yeah, she missed that part, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay. His, his uh, kosh was thirsty. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Let's get to some stories we didn't get to. Jesus Christ, Lee Neeson. Uh, how did you guys like that Super Bowl? You guys watched it, right? Oh, man. Great, great game. Still recovering. Woo! Yeah, exactly. Well, for the first time in over a decade, I guess less than 100 million people tuned in and had to suffer through that miserable game. I think it was probably the worst Super Bowl I've ever seen in terms of the game. Well, three nothing at half is uh, pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah, there's like 60 punts. Anyways, congratulations to the Patriots again and to El Prez, Dave Portnoy, huge Patriots fan. He also won a private jet load of money betting on his team, the Patriots. So congratulations to that. And even though the NFL arrested him for like the ninth time last week uh, at halftime of the big game, things turned out good for him. So, hey, by the way, the NFL, from all of us at Barstool Sports, thanks for all the free press, you fucking idiots. Like, what, what, what yeah. are you doing? Yeah, Roger Goodell is like if you put Punxsutawney Phil in control of the NFL. But like he's probably actually worse, and the NFL might want to check into Phil and see if he's available to, pl- to replace Roger because his decision-making is, is atrocious. Yeah, not, not a good week for Roger Goodell. Um, lots of arrests in Atlanta during Super Bowl weekend. Rapper 21 Savage was arrested in the ATL on Sunday morning by U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, or ICE. Uh, apparently, 21 Savage is a British national and has been living in the U.S. illegally since 2006 when his visa expired. Uh, it sounds like he's going to be deported back to the U.K., according to ICE. I mean, that's not so bad, though. The guy has at least eight, eight M's in his bank account, for fuck's sake. Uh, it's not like he's going to get sent to a star village in a third world country he's just gonna be rich in, in england so yeah but with the exchange rate it'll be more like like 6.1 m's 6.1 m's yeah i got gets over there one two three less m's because the fucking exchange rate <laughs> goddamn exchange rate um yeah also people uh if ice comes knocking don't answer the door yikes uh the pope is wrapping up his historic three-day tour in the middle east His trip that started Sunday in Abu Dhabi marked the first time a pope ever traveled to the Arabian Peninsula. I guess generally they're holed up in the Vatican trying to ignore the haunts of uh, molested children past and, you know, (laughs) (laughs) working on cover stories for the tens of thousands of sexual assault instances uh, (laughs) that your employees commit every year is pretty time consuming. Yeah. I mean, like you like you said, those those haunting uh, cries are not going away anytime soon. So this. Sultan kissing tour sounds like the right PR move for him right now. Yeah, I'd probably get out of the, the Vatican, too, with all the fucking wailing going on in the walls. Uh, today is the State of the Union. So if you're into watching half a room of people stand up a lot and cheer while the other half sits with looks on their faces like their pets just ran away from home, you're in luck. Tune in. And that's going to do it for Hard Factor. Thanks to Reddit user Lord Fuckwad, who posted our YouTube video where we lampooned Verizon for throttling the firefighters in California, uh, their Internet 
uh, during the biggest wildfire ever. That was a real dick move. Uh, Verizon's out here trying to look like the good guy now with all their first responder Super Bowl ads, but Reddit had other plans, and we didn't forget about you, Verizon, you fucks. Uh, please keep sharing our shit and spreading the word. Hard Factor is here to fuck in 2019. Uh, in fact, Consensually. Consensually. In fact, we have a live power hour this Thursday night from Barstool HQ. It's going to be electric, so grab a 12-pack, mark your calendars, and most importantly, have a great fucking day.